0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 9th of September, 2018. I'd like to mention, too, uh, that you can buy the books and disremember remember, at cuttingthroughthematrix.com from the website, and you find how to do it on the websites. Remember, to we make a list of all the other uh, sites that I do have there, in case any of them get pulled or go down, because odd things, are, as you know, are happening today. Not so odd, actually. And there's nothing happening today. It wasn't planned a long time ago. And uh, we've got to be prepared for, for what's coming along without panicking either, too, because, there's, as I say, there's, there's no surprises in the system in which we live. They talked about the, the different technological changes and information. Warfare techniques would be used in the, in the, from, in the 1990s he mentioned this when they gave the public the, the internet. Remember the whole goal was to get, to get the people addicted to it, and then they'd start reining in the freedoms that you would have, knowing you'd stay on most folk would stay on it, regardless once they're addicted to all the other things they can do on it, and that's what they're doing today. There's, there's nothing happening at all that's unusual. As far as I'm concerned, they, they planned it a long time ago and they talked about it quite openly in the newspapers back then. So here we are, because we're, li- we're living in a, in a system today, a global society, remember, a planned global society, where barriers are coming down, and borders are supposed to come down as well, according to all the bigwigs who own us. And the rest of the publics and all the countries uh have to just go along with it all. Most don't mind, mind you. Uh, they think it's all quite natural because they don't think too deeply about anything at all. Uh, they're told what to think and what not to think. And, and it's a technique to, to teach you how not to think about certain things. And it's very, very effective. And I might touch on some of the professionals that deal with that tonight. So remember too, you can buy the books and discs at characternomahes.com or you can donate to me too and that keeps me ticking along and helps me pay for all the different sites I have up up there and all the other things I have to pay for As computers crash and that kind of thing happens too we have to replace things Since we're we're supplied with junk and it's uh, disposable junk basically and I've trained the public that that's quite normal as well At one time you didn't buy things if it didn't last very long and they're meant to be robust But today they've trained you, the customers To suit the products like Bernays said they would And it's been awfully effective as well Now tonight uh, I want to mention too before I get on to the topic But remember too There are people waiting for some books I'm getting them printed up And hopefully I'll pick them up this week as well Because I'm really tied up I'm out in the country, I don't live in the city And I have to make the journeys and so on And, and fit it all in together uh, and to get basic stuff out of the city And I don't like going in very often at all And uh, the older you get actually The less and less you like going I've I never like going in to be honest with you Nothing to do with age at all I never liked cities Any cities really They're nice to visit once And that's about it And uh, they're, they're pretty much the same across the planet With, with uh, the cramming of the public into them And once you're into the city You're into a trap a financial trap, and uh, if you get married, you're, you're really stuck then because then you've got to, to support uh, your, uh, a spouse, and you have to both work generally to get uh, just to get the basic rents paid and so on, or m- mortgages if you can afford a mortgage. And then they get stuck in a, a rotten job, and uh, a city is a trap that's what a city is. And there's nothing natural about it. It's meant to be those in the city are meant to be used by the elite who control and rule the city. And all cities are the same. Plato talked about it a long time ago. And it works awfully well for getting people rich at the top. And for the rest of you, well, you just go berserk, or you go neurotic, or depressed, or whatever it happens to be, or you take drugs, or you, you take booze. And uh, that's all laid on for you as well. That's what cities are, as far as I'm concerned. Really. So anyway, as I say, uh, I'll get the books and get them out to the people who are waiting for them. Now, tonight I'm into part two of, one, of the the systems of of controlling you all. We're all controlled, and your thoughts are controlled. I've been telling people this for years, your thoughts are controlled, and there's many ways to do it. Uh, And this is the second part of Three Thought Buster Opinion Adjuster by the BIT group, worldwide group actually. And uh, they were set up to help government, supposedly, to get the the public to conform to whatever government departments wanted the public to do and what to obey, and without even realizing that they were being nudged into it, being guided into it, and adopting the opinions that were professionally put out to them. They don't even know what's happening, most of them. And I've watched this a long time, an awful long time, before they came out with the BIT group, they've always used professionals to manage the public as far back as, long before Machiavelli, in fact. He's a professional. Uh, People who are advisors. At that time, they were called advisors. Today, they just call them professors, etc., of psychology, neuroscience, behaviorism. All the things that they... They keep showing you all these little experiments With putting things into rats' brains and so on To make them turn and stop and, and turn around and all that kind of stuff It has all to do with humans, of course It's not because they've got any interest in helping rats to be happy it's to, it's to control humans and to make the controllers happy and that's what the BIT is all about And in all ages, you've got the rats The, the, the true rats who have degrees today and who are quite willing for big salaries To to do in free thought um, And I mean do in the free thought Of, of uh, supposedly free peoples Supposedly free peoples We've never truly been free For an awful, awful long time What is freedom? Ask people that And they give you different definitions But in reality We're all being nudged, etc And remember Bernays Who had such an ego I came out at the time too When uh, those with the egos, the controlled things who loved to boast about themselves and how bright and clever they were and how they had uh, conned so many people. Bernays actually despised the general population because it was, he said it was too easy to get them en masse to, to adopt the policies that he was pushing through on selling them things for the or getting the people to, getting the general population to buy the products of the advertisers which was himself, of course, in the groups he ruled, uh, on behalf of the manufacturers. He said it was just too easy. He had contempt for them uh, because it was behavior modification. And people who love to believe they're free and they can, they've got their own minds and they can make their own minds about opinions and whatever it happens to be, uh, he laughed at that because even back then he knew it was a joke. Really. And today is beyond a joke. It's a travesty, to be honest with you people truly, truly are conforming en masse by their prompting and their guidance and by those that manage you behind the scene. He called it an invisible government. The, the true power was invisible, and it wasn't the ones that you elect uh, at all. And I've, I've, it's never really been the ones you elected, to be honest with you, because they're just front men too. Most people today, if you, if you get to know their names, they're front people. It doesn't matter if they're supposedly the inventor of something, which is the the big con today, to make you really admire them, going all the way back to to Einstein and so on. They're they're made to be stars but as a a front, basically. It's a big star-making machine, and it makes them stars. And you're all made to be in awe of these people. And it doesn't matter if it's a Zuckerberg or anybody else. They're front people. And... uh, They're supposedly they're all working together, basically as one organization, like one company, on behalf of those who really have the power in the world uh, to control the people's minds on behalf of the masters. And don't think ever, don't think ever, please, uh, that someone who's just a multimillionaire becomes a multimillionaire, billionaire, whoever happens to be. Don't think ever that they're somehow superior in any way at all. Because they're given that speech by the ones who really rule the world. They're made to be. We're going to make you a multi-billionaire, and you'll be front, and you'll do all the things we tell you to do, and you'll push all these different other topics, social topics. We tell you you're going to do once you're famous, and if you don't do it, uh, believe you me, uh, we'll get rid of you, and they mean get rid of you. Do you understand? It's impossible in today's society. Impossible. For any rich person Really, really, really rich person To be their own man or woman And get away with it If they they buck the system There's an old saying You know Basically The sniper's going to get through And those who control the world Are ruthless They're ruthless They've always been ruthless And they laugh at social norms And they are big clubs at the top. And they have contempt for ordinary people and for the limitations of our thinking. That's what they actually say, how we're limited in thought. And they're bold, you see, because at the top, you're to be audacious and bold. And that means you'll take chances and risks that no one else in the right mind generally will do. You go beyond that normal thinking. You you break boundaries by being unconventional. And that's been the norm now for quite some time. Even with CEOs when they made them into some sort of gods, the walking on, on water or on the air or something above us all, because the CEOs are treated like gods now with their little statements they come out, little quips they came out with and all of oh, them ah, oh, you know. There's other gods. It's quite, quite amazing to watch and live through all this. It really is. If you're aware of what's happening, it's, it's truly astonishing to witness it all. The pettiness of humans. Because they always go the same way, don't they? When they start to really believe they're into Godhood. Yet that's the age we're in And we're taught, being taught over and over With all the magazines and all the different articles About these people just being superhuman Oh, they're such geniuses And utter rubbish Utter rubbish like this But the sad thing is The people themselves often believe that they are Geniuses and gods And there are little bit of knowledge Over the general population, since I've studied the population more intensely than any rats in in a laboratory have been studied. And they're so cocky because they're they're certain that that given the right kind of prompts, the right situations, they can make you obey and and go along without even knowing you're being prompted, pushed and prodded a lot, and coerced and even threatened along the way. But you are. You really are On behalf of your supposedly Free and elected governments Who employ these people And fund them using our tax money So if the real power Is unelected Why do you bother voting? Really why do you bother voting? Because it's all a farce All a farce If voting For new candidates And and the right people worked You would have seen it before now You would have seen it And if voting worked It it, it would have been banned It's quite amazing to watch it all It really is And the saddest thing too Is to see how what does work with it all It's like the cyborg thing too The cyborg program was to do With the integration of, of science and technology with humans, with the human body and mind. And you can lecture people about it. You can show them the evidence of all the studies that have been done and, and little test programs over many, many, many years. But the public are unaware when it actually happens. And even the behaviorists will tell you this. They'll tell you that they know exactly how you're going to behave Depending on the type of information they funnel to you and the way they funnel it to you How it's phrased and all the rest of it and how you're going to react by it And really the way you put things together and string things together is awfully, awfully important They also know that you'll ignore most of information Even if you put the same information out later by a, an authority figure some, somebody you know. It could be an actor or actress, simply because you think you know them. You think they're famous. Oh, it's a, a someone in an authority. And that's why they use so-called celebrities. A terrible term, actually. Because they're not, they're not a heady people at all. They're not intellectuals at all. They're, they're little actors and actresses. But they use them as fronts for big major topics, for changing society. No global warming and the greening and blah, 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 blah. But they have no more education or intellect than, than actually being less intellect than the person who fixes your plumbing. It's in perception, isn't it? And if you're told someone is famous, you'll grovel more than someone who is not so famous. Sad thing, but it's true. But that's how power works. Power works very, very well on the public because it's done through behaviorist studies and repetition and and the tests that they put on the public too. Every year, there are countless, countless, countless studies for statistics on questionnaires. The same questionnaires will last 30 years on different topics that are socially sensitive. And they always know And they're they're awfully good at predicting the actual year. A study on on a particular topic will come out where most of the people studied will will be all for whatever it happens to be. Whereas 10 years ago, they'd have maybe 40% saying, no, we didn't like this or whatever. And all broken up into age groups because everything is brainwashed into the children in school and then through college, high school and college, and so on. And that's how it's done. Very, very precise, very effective, and it works very well on most topics. So they can change society quite easily by the way the behaviorists have designed the indoctrination curriculum in school and the toolkits that they give teachers how to bring the children to agree on topics which, that perhaps they shouldn't be agreeing upon. It's very effective. The very thing that Aldous Huxley talked about on one of the TV shows he was on, when he said that there were techniques to be used in the public that would make them, it would change their opinions and, and behaviour in ways that perhaps wasn't wise or, or good for them in their own interests. They, they wouldn't be aware that they were doing it and being prompted and guided and so on. Very effective techniques. And that's how it's done, very simple But today, because the techniques of indoctrination were put in very early on Very good indoctrination techniques uh, at an early age Just like Jack C. said The subsequent indoctrination would be much, much easier And propaganda would would take a, a better hold actually It's very, very effective And the children today no matter what they look at, even if they ever look at a a paper book, for instance. For children, they've got all the PC messages in the stories, paid for again by your tax money, because they get get paid to insert all the updates for the changing of society that they're going to experience in their own lifetime. And it's all through the electronic media too. And it's reinforced in school, and right through their, their educational period. And their movies and so on There's nothing left to chance in this system Today It's pretty seamless Right from, from, from supposed fact to fiction It's all seamless integration It works very, very well The sad part too Is that it's worked very well Those who become adults Have it fixed in them as well They never change that's the sad part about it. You've had your mind stolen, and you don't know it. In fact, you'll fight anybody who says you don't have your own mind and your own opinions. It's a sad thing to see people who will get angry. I know what I'm doing. I know what I think. I know the conclusions I've come to on my own. You can't, you can't help them or, t- or show them that they'll naturally Naturally, they think they have basically come to these conclusions and opinions by themselves. Or what to like, or what to, to to dislike, and and right down to what to hate, because the behaviourists also teach you what to hate. But I'll just actually talked about on the Wallace show. Now the behaviour insights team that I talked about last week is worldwide, so-called professionals that are advising governments on every possible thing you can imagine. And supposedly they'll tell you. Supposedly it was, to, it was how to it was to get the people to to change their habits and so on to save government's money, and then to to save money for themselves for retirement, things like that, and to give more money to charity, and even to donate their bodies, for organs donations. Without you knowing, you're being nudged by professionals who laugh at you because let's be honest. If we're so easy managed. In fact, if you were managing the public and it was so easy, you start to dis- have disgust of the public, just like Bernays. It's true, you know. And these are the elitists that, that rule you. It's exactly what they do. And getting back to, to the whole idea of cybernetics, you don't have to have the chip implants in you. You don't have to. To have your, your behavior changed. Cybernetics also can be, be really used or or be in the form of using internet technology and digital technologies that's outside of you. You're simply interacting with it all day long, every day. Same thing. And your behavior is being changed constantly by professionals. And now, of course, by computers and computer systems themselves because they, they admit now they can do that. The, the, the computers themselves run programs and can design programs, etc., etc., and more and more and more it's being applied, actually. Anyway, here's an article here. It says BX is coming back to London for 2019, and this is really what they're calling this international international team, the big international meetings of the behavioral scientists, this, the, the BIT groups. And this is technically BX isn't coming home either. The inaugural 2014 conference was held in Sydney, where it returned last month for BX 2018. But it was London where BIT was established in 2010, the world's first government institution, government institution member, dedicated to the application of behavioral sciences to improve public policy. Remember, too, they're also using it in all the different departments within governments and civil service. Do you elect any of these people? Of course you don't. You realize the whole system of government, even the one that you thought was working or or, or was there, you thought it it wasn't actually there the way you thought it, it, has all changed. Anyway, here it goes, and it says that to improve public policy, in just eight years, B.I., has gone global with over 200 teams working in countries around the world. They all work together, eh? 200 teams working in countries around the world and BIT offices in Sydney, Manchester, New York, Wellington, Singapore, uh, etc. We're delighted to invite global BI practitioners and colleagues to the UK next year for their big annual conferences, eh? And it says that they've gone from strength to strength. It readily sells out and attracts leading academics, policy wonks, and public sector managers to discuss new results and share practical lessons. There are many academic behavioral science conferences around the world and lots of events focused on public policy, but none that brings the two together. And that's a specific niche BX aim to fill. So it says the magic portion of the interaction between Policymakers and academics so there you go. it's the, the magic potion interaction. policy and academics. So do you do you uh, vote in academics? You know nothing about most folk don't even know they're there. They don't know that the policies coming out of governments for quite a few years are, are coming out from the so-called professionals that you, you never even you have never even heard of. And what they do, really, is to get rid of all the the human things. See, The human problems are always in the way, according to those that want to rule the world. It's always been the same human problems, because they say, like Bertrand Russell said, that people don't behave in in a logical fashion. It's because they're human, you see. If you want something to behave in a very logical, predictable fashion, make a robot. Well, this is the next best thing to it, is using the human material. And altering them, their behavior Through behavior modification In such a way they don't even know What's happening to them To get them as close as possible To making, in their own words To making the correct decisions You understand? That's what it's about Because being human you, you, You're not making the correct decisions You're emotional Most, most things you'll decide in any big way is, is, is about, It's an emotional decision Generally and that's a nuisance to those who want to rule the world Awful, it's awful nuisance that So they're, they're going at it big time And were you asked about it? Of course not But then uh, you you're never asked about anything that mattered from governments, have you? You'd really, you've never been asked about anything that matters Do you realize we're living in an age now today Where you have all lots of professional, all kinds of, of groups That want to protest things All led by professional people I'm talking about the leaders of them, trained to lead these groups and to have their protests and their chants and four legs good, two legs bad, that kind of stuff. And they do it with pers- and they get it out they, 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 their the followers just get it out of their system, get it out oh, yeah, four legs good, two legs bad, blah blah blah, and they can go home and they think they're doing something, but it's it's just it really is it's diffusing and, and getting rid of. Anger and resentment and and just irritation, frustration, whatever it happens to be That's all it is It's all scientifically managed And they don't even know what's happening to them The ones who are following you It's quite amazing to to live through this age When everything's managed with with events like all year round All planned out and, and, and published in major cities across the world Protest groups all, you know, all taking their turn at different things, and yeah, 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 whatever it happens to be. And nothing happened. The, the, the same systems run uh, all the time. The same people who run the money systems, the same people who run the war systems across the planet, and who plunder countries for other resources. Same, that continues always while the rest of the people are shouting four legs good and two legs bad, or whatever it happens to be. That's quite amazing. But anyway, I'm will put some i going to put quite a few of these links up tonight. This is for those who really want to understand. There's a few who want to understand what's happening in the world and what really is running their lives. And you understand this part. I mean, you'll understand an awful lot of it, in fact, everywhere you look. For instance, these same characters are helping doctors decide by nudging doctors not to prescribe antibiotics and so on now what they publish and what they'll do like all power groups there'll be a two-tiered system there's one for the public and there's the deeper stuff that the public shouldn't learn about because they might be a little bit unhappy about or angry even now if you have if you have people being told don't pres- prescribe so much antibiotics Well supposing someone needs it Okay what's the next Well let's get the age groups of the people Who are getting the antibiotics Well is it really wise to get them to the older people Because they, they won't have as long to live anyway As the younger people And this is the kind of stuff where it all goes into folks And you're put into categories as soon as you walk through the doors And what you think are hospitals and places that are there to help you And they might just give you the euthanasia pill, uh, as opposed to an antibiotic, according to your status in society. And they have, these, they have these categories, by the way, I read them years ago from the British system, National Health Service, where they had the resuscitate, non-resuscitate um, little codes that they had on the beds. Now it's on computers, of course, with the patients and it's to do with uh, their standing in society, their age, etc., etc. It's all cost-effective, whether they're going to use so much money on you or maybe put on someone who wants a certain change in some way or another that's not really a, what you would call a life-changing situation as such, or saving situation. But that's where we are today. Politics goes into everything, and now you have professionals nudging the doctors on what to do or not to do. Now, behavioural science is involved in everything, everything to do with humans Including what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat And ways of prompting you to eat the right way Like, make the right decisions on what you should be eating, etc They Never go into the facts at these universities, including the ones in Canada That Canadians were guinea pigs for all the GM food in the first place All the vegetables that were modified and using the certain the specific pesticides that were much, much more potent than old pesticides to do with the GM foods. And it was done in secret by the government of Canada and the particular companies at the time that were growing the genetically modified organisms and foods and so on. Secret, it bust out, I did the shows on it years ago, it bust out from Britain when Tony Blair was going to make the, the, the people in Britain eat the same kind of foods that were, they call them frankenfoods, of course and it came out during the protest that Canadians had been eating it for 10 years in secret uh, The secret deal, I should say, was made by the Government of Canada and, the, and it actually said that secret deal and these particular companies and they studied us to see how it would affect her health Uh, The the studies eventually came out and they showed you that the test animals that were fed these particular foods developed cancers in the stomach, etc., intestines, etc., etc., etc. And sure enough, with uh, about the same time they started to give uh, Canadians prescription drugs without prescriptions to do with uh, reducing acid in their stomach, it was a reaction to the to the stuff you were eating now, they didn't know what was causing the problem, the public didn't know But of course the ones who planned it at the top obviously knew what was behind it all Because your body will always try and flush out something Just like the eyes will flush out something or the nose will flush out something That irritates it, so does your stomach as well And it produces excess acids and so on to get rid of it So they gave you the proton pump inhibitors as they call them Over the counter for the first time Without saying anything to the public It just happened to be there on the shelves And that was the reason for that, folks For those who didn't know that, by the way Secrets Imagine voting for for governments Who did that kind of thing in secret And studied the public Huh? (laughs) Democracies People talk about democracies It should be demonicry, maybe But anyway here 's another one too, to do with the companies that 're dealing with BIT and so on, because remember they 're using the internet big time and they have access to it. I mentioned last week uh, that the cybersecurity company in Britain was uh, for, for, for basically for the gCSq uh, is pretty well next door to to the big Google building as well they call it the company that owns google is is actually uh, alphabet they call it. It's like a massive holding company. Anything to do with internet and telecommunications and any digital, anything uh, runs through them. And uh, your driverless cars, all this kind of things. Like hundreds and h- everything you can imagine is under this massive monopoly, including how to shape society to, to suit their vision of the future. So here you have a relationship between Google and DeepMind. This is DeepMind, they call it might not be as rosy as they'd like you to believe, according to an in-depth report from The Information, which cites several sources across both companies. Google fought off Facebook to acquire DeepMind, London-based artificial intelligence, lab working on solving artificial general intelligence in 2014 for a reported $600 million, but not everyone at Google saw it as a smart move. Now, I'll put these articles up. These are from Forbes magazine at the time. Well, worth looking up. And you'll find more about uh, the people. Remember, if, if you're good at remembering names, remember the people, you, the names you'll see and so on. And Google Brain, terms like that Google Brain. Deep mind, as I say, is, is the, the, the deal. And because uh, it's all part of alphabet. And it's all to do with you, folks. Everything's to do with you. Everything happens on the... All wealth comes from the public, even the one... I mean, you're all forced to buy certain things. You're all forced to go on the internet in this day and age. You're forced to do it. Every day, if you don't go on it, you you get little prompts and, and reminders and nudges from governments that is, it, it saves money, you know, if you do it electronically and blah, blah, and save resources and all this kind of stuff, you know. They're always on about revenue it says the lack of revenue generated by DeepMind is reportedly One of the main issues for some Google staff Others are annoyed by the fact that DeepMind is a special status within the alphabet group That allows it to work on projects that may not deliver results for decades The whole future is really getting planned, you see And well, if you're going to be driving or not driving Or certain areas you'll have driverless cars The rest of you won't even have them Because you won't be living on the land of Agenda 21, as you all know <laughs> remember, in the next meeting for the January 21 is 2030, 20, to see if they've implemented the last part up to the year 2030, but it's still all for the 21st century. They must change the whole planet in in this particular century. This is a century of change, remember. Transition, they call it. So, as I say, you have to go get into the terms and these, these big the corp, massive corporations that are really intelligent services too, obviously. Obviously. They control societies across the planet. And Jigsaw. And he's a, Jigsaw's part of it too. How can technology make people in the world... It's all to do with making the world safer, isn't it? And safer from attacks on free speech as well. Attacks on free speech. It's interesting articles, actually. Because... Uh, it goes into they don't never use the, the term censorship of speech. This go into helping uh, prohibit certain types of of speech or just knocking them off the net before it gets to the receiver. you see things like that, yeah, and modifying what you're saying. Stuff like that, and then safer from online harassment. Do you think it's all happening? It was, it was just now. It was planned years ago, long before they gave it to you. They knew where it would go. Actually, I think they helped you get along. You might say safer from violent extremism, and safer from injustice and corruption. Isn't that? Don't you feel better already? That these are the people in charge of what you can see, can't say, and all the rest of it. Is to make everything safer, for goodness' sake. That's a nice, proactive, nice word, isn't it? Social word, safe, safer, isn't it? Perspectives is an API that uses machine learning to spot abuse and harassment online. Perspective scores comments based on the perceived impact a comment might have on a conversation. Okay? Remember, too, you're dealing with behaviorists they have been using... Perspective to alter your Opinions and the way you speak And think about things and what you believe So they can also Use it you see to alter What they don't like And what you're saying (laughs) Mm -hmm. So may have a conversation Which publishers can use to give real time Feedback to commenters Help moderators sort comments More effectively or allow Readers to more easily find Relevant information We'll be releasing more machine learning models later this year, but our first model identifies whether a comment could be perceived as toxic to a discussion. Toxic. See? There you go. And it's got online harassment. The challenge is the press. Google uh, Cousin develops a technology to flag toxic online comments. That's in the press. Google Cousin develops technology to flag toxic online comments, and then it's got zero two project shield, a filter experiment where they can filter stuff out as you're saying stuff. And I guess they'll do it in such a way too; you won't even get the bleep that you'll just get. The uh, they'll be seamless. They'll, they'll, they'll just you know connected together with no no gap there. And then the Project Shield have met news organizations around the world who suffer crippling digital attacks when they publish something controversial or that questions powerful institutions. Do you understand? All the motive topics of today have been planned long ago to stir up emotions <laughs> and controversy. And they've all, all worked out to who to demonize when you can complain about it. Hmm. I think someone screwing with your head a bit? So Project Shield uses Google's infrastructure to protect independent news sites, independent ones, from distributed denial of service attacks, DDoS, a type of digital attack that exploits thousands or even millions of computers to overwhelm a website's servers and take it offline. And that's true. They can certainly do that. I mean, the people at the top, including the intelligence services, have been crashing sites for years since the beginning. If you don't like what they're saying, they just—they they simply get a, a two or three computers to constantly go into a site and download, download, download until it crashes. Basically, very easy to do. And then I've got the challenge attacks on free speech and the press. Google wants to save news sites from cyber attacks for free. Well. Here's the world part of the world's ruling system going to do something for free? Do you want you to believe that? Do you want you to believe that? It's like the, it's like government saying we're putting on blue helmets to go into countries as peacekeepers, not as soldiers, but as peacekeepers. It all depends on the color of your helmet. You see, the rifles are the same, the grenades are the same, and all the gears are the same. But you just put a blue helmet on instead, eh? And most of the time they don't even do that. They just call it a peacekeeper. Right out of George Orwell's, you know. yeah, everything's opposite of what the climate is, isn't it? But for free, and and we're going to countries. Remember to help people, right? We're going to help them. We've never gone into any country to help anybody, never, never, ever. Mm-mm-mm. Nope. There's an awfully good documentary put out about when they went into uh, the Bosnia and Yugoslavia U- U- and uh, the wars and. Albania and so on And Serbia and it's called the weight of chains Well worth seeing Because the, the information in that what really happened Is something else And the characters names that come out are, are awfully well known by the way And the World Bank and all the rest And how they literally take All these countries down These, these little countries down Get them all finding each other Literally, literally, the US was uh, and some other countries were, were arming them like crazy to go to war with each other. Tell them they're all going to end up ruling the area. Each one was going to, or you're going to rule the whole area. And then they end up all broke, all in debt to the World Bank and the IMF and big American companies come in and take all the resources. But we were in there to help people, they said. Anyway. So the attacks on free speech and so on And they want to help you from Keep free from cyber attacks for free this, These are intelligence agencies That crack and take down sites all the, They want to help you for free right? all depend what you're pushing If you're pushing part of their propaganda For them, uh, they might leave you alone This is how to use Google's password alert tool to thwart Phishing attacks And then I'll put in this one here too Conversation Artificial Intelligence it's a collaborative research effort exploring ML as a tool for better discussions online. Isn't that wonderful? For you that, remember I've told you, a lot of the arguments you're having online are done by computers. It has been that way for years. You have these sock puppets, they call them. And folk are committing suicide because these, these socks are arguing with them. They think they're real people. They really do. You do? Why would you argue with anything you you can't even see anyway in the first place? So how might machine learning methods help online conversations? What aspects of a conversation can machine learning understand? And what are the risks and challenges of using machine learning to assist online conversations? So there you go Public data sets and so on The main challenge of machine learning research Is limited availability of high quality research data To improve online discussion We want to change that By creating, publishing and or identifying High quality public data sets Related to online discussion mm, There you go And they give you Wikipedia Talk page comments and so on Annotated with toxicity the reasons Kaggle competition. Never heard of it a public Kaggle competition based on a crowdsourced data set that includes four toxicity subtypes reasons why something might be considered toxic and, and so understand that you're, you're, these are big movements to alter everything folks and it's your generally your tax money has been used to create your chains in a sense always we we'll always pay for our own chains now when they only have Big band-aids over our mouths probably If you're bad Oh you're bad Get some good duct tape And stick it over that mouth of yours Mm. Big tape The company formerly known as Google Is far bigger than most people realise No kidding eh Several of the projects And companies overseen by Alphabet Inc The holding company Google created in 2015 Had generated news of late RBC Capital Analyst Mark Mahaney issued a bullish report of the future of Waymo, a self-driving car company, due to launch commercial operations in Phoenix, Arizona, before the end of the year, it says. And Wednesday, Alphabet's research development arm X announced that two projects, Loon and Wing, will become independent companies within Alphabets. This is a whole list of different companies within it. This Javelin 2, a secret project, and so on, that Larry Page was on about. They're focusing on the big picture, you know, the bigger picture, Yeah. You know, Sounds very suspicious. Eh? And Alphabet is a massive corporation that encompasses everything from internet beaming hot air balloons to self-driving cars to Google Cloud. It's everything, basically digital, that you're going to be forced into, whether you like it or not. And it gives you some of the history of it. And it's research and development. But believe you me, most of the recession development is coming from not just private corporations, but also from your your tax money. Always is, eh? And they also goes into Google Fibre, launched in Kansas City 2012. As for smart cities and so on, how it's going to control all this kind of stuff. Ma- one massive monopoly really. They'll pretend it's not, but it's a massive monopoly. It, it, you know, it's just a like a big holding company. With hundreds and hundreds of organisations and companies underneath it that run your life, basically. This one article was on Forever pretty well See, with the companies, with some of the companies that it runs and owns, basically, under Alphabet, and uh, it's also got What um, is <laughs> is an urban innovation, as I say, smart cities and so on, led by Do- by Dan Doktorov. This is a, who's got a name like Doktorov. But anyway, Sidewalk Labs aims to find new ways to improve cities through technology. And goes on and on. And then it's Calico launched 2013 with an ambitious goal, cure death. The Alphabet-owned company has invested millions to develop drugs that could help prolong human life by fighting age-related diseases like cancer or Alzheimer's. I personally think that, they've, that at the very top they've had these medication or they've had, definitely had advanced medicine, and treatment for these things for a long, long time. Because some of the, the top people in the world, the most richest within the groups of them, for years and years and years, they, they, don't, they don't come down with old age diseases like most folk. They're getting arthritis and and so on. They're generally given lectures to their 100 years old, quite frequent lectures at that too. Another one too is GV Alphabet's early stage venture arm, known, formerly known as Google Ventures. Has $2.4 billion under management, has invested in more than 300 companies, including Uber, uh, Flatiron, Health, and Slack. Then Google Capital is Alphabet's growth equity investment fund, and it says it's purely financial returns and so on. The think tank division with Alphabet was spun off in a company called Jigsaw, led by Jared Cohen. And Jigsaw uses technology to tackle geopolitical problems like online censorship, extremism, and harassment. In other words, they're they are censoring, you see. The ones who tackle it are censoring. So there you go. And then they've got artificial intelligence of all kinds, blah blah. Deep Mind, Waymo, half a bit self-driving car, and so on and so on. This is too long to go into. But Anyway, Project Loon, and so on. I'll put all these up tonight, by the way. And then you go into. this one here, and it says, Who are we? We are a global community of public-private sector decision-makers. This is part of it, too. They're called decision-makers. Behavioral science researchers, policy analysts, and practitioners with a bold mission to... See, there's that word again, bold. To promote the application of rigorous behavioral science research that serve the public interest. We serve as an information hub and community builder, connecting individuals and organisations through our conference, spotlight workshops, task forces and publication of newsletters, behavioural science and policy. Says, the philosophy is the impact of public-private sector polit- policies depends critically on the behaviour of individuals, groups and organisations. We believe a clear understanding of how the, of the power of behavioural science research and interventions can provide innovative solutions for addressing challenges faced by policymakers and other practitioners. So, it's how to make the people do what you want them to do, basically. It's a global hub, BSPA, where behavioral scientists and and other practitioners interact via conferences, workshops, briefings, and our membership portal, and so on and so on. But these are the ones that help you make the right decisions And actually say that now all the, the same old people are Nussbaum's there, Grant, Erner, Sunstein All the, the names you've known uh, Craig Fox and so on yeah, On and on and on Kahneman, Daniel Oppenheimer People who, and a lot of them have churned books out too If you really want to spend your life reading them And how, uh, if you can manage it Mind you, there's only two kind of folk read their books The ones who, who want to understand How they're, they're altering society And they want to complain about it and the ones who want to cash in on it and become one of them. And there's a lot of people out there who want to be part of the winning team and helping to manipulate uh, everybody else to do their bidding. Also, Ontario's Behavioural Insights Unit too. I'll put that there as well. They also working in the Treasury Board Secretariat. The centre of excellence for evidence based decision making, etc. Because remember, too, they're trying to make you give more tax money, give more money to, to ministries, the big foundations that you know, big foundations that they're they they're there because they love you. You see, and how to eat right and do right and all the rest of it—the things you're not doing properly. To make, you make the proper decisions that they've already decided they're proper. You understand what I'm saying here? They've already decided what the proper decisions are for you. So why bother uh, trying to make them yourself, for goodness sake? You probably make the wrong ones. So anyway, they have uh, the Behavioral Insights Group. They call it BIG here. BIG sounds better than, than you know, than team. And, but it's part of the team. The Behavioral Science and Policy Association, etc. So I'll put this one up as well. Improving communications using behavioral insights. New results from Test Plus Build, it says here. New for employers. Delicious um, evidence on what works to reduce the gender pay gap. Encouraging retirement planning through behavioral insights. You're going to starve to death, and inflation is running rampant. Have you saved money, or are you not? Is there any point saving money since it's worth getting worthless all the time? I think eventually they'll do away with, with, with in Canada, they'll probably just, just get rid of the $50 bill since everybody has to pull out hundreds these days to pay for anything. It's worth nothing. That's, that's inflation for you. Improving the annual electoral canvas. So here you are to BIT, constantly on the lookout for interventions that can scale dramatically at low or even no cost. That's why we're excited that some of our evidence-based interventions will hit millions of letter boxes across England, Scotland, Wales this summer. The Household Inquiry form Plays a key role in keeping the blah 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 Anyway, they trying to get where you start voting so, as they, so you understand voting is a legal legality If you put yourself down and you're, you're registered to vote Then you've made a deal with somebody, you've got to do it And then you, when you do vote, then you've made a deal They can do anything they want to you once they're in power That's a legality What do Evans and Olives have in common, etc? People can learn in a number of ways through direct instruction, and through watching what other people do and learning from their actions, or through our own experiences and trial and error. Psychologists have long studied the ways in which we learn from our experiences as well. And in other words, what they're going to tell you is they can, they can guide you along a lot faster into the proper um, ways of behaving, but they've decided for you, you see. And then symbolic rewards, real benefits. and a way, we used to, to give you little little gains. Give all your information up for, a, for maybe a, a special card in a store for a little discount. You give all your information up. Isn't that wonderful? Symbolic rewards, real benefits, and so on. And then the one to antimicrobial resistance and BI. What's next? You see? In their book, Superbugs, the arms race against bacteria. They're going, oh, how terrible it will be if the drugs don't work and blah, blah, blah. So... Should you really be prescribing it? Hmm? Goodness sake. Hmm? Opposite apologies. Uh, onwards to the next frontier. Remember, this is the last frontier. The final frontier is, is managing and brainwashing and controlling billions of people across the planet. That's The, the final frontier is your mind. Hmm? hope you understand that. So, new frontiers and in behavioral insights. Behavioral exchange, etc., etc., blah blah. Also, using behavioral science to put charities on a sure footing. How allegiances can harm policy making. Call it policy tribes. Scaling effective health interventions across the globe. You know, if you're getting on, why don't you just take this pill here and have done with it, rather than cost the taxpayers more money when they can use it for better, you know, pay increases for some of the specialists in the hospital. The mind field of modern dating, why businesses need to give up their game on, on the small prince, keeping your eye on the ball, defense of self-control, how to tackle gender pay gap. They're all in the same things, you, you, you know, because it, but uniformity is very important to get things done. The illusion of similarity, helping people save on their energy. You know, freeze to death in the winter, put on more clothing, because it's going to be too expensive to pay for your electricity shortly, anyway. Hmm? So they help you save and not do things they help you. You see then the problem with groups because they run all different kind of groups say ones who protest everything, and I call for papers about social norms and then how to prompt doctors to to get doctors to reduce their antibiotic prescriptions or boosting classroom. Attendance. These norms are now blah blah blah. How to how to how to run the world really is what it is. A call for papers about social norms. I'll put that up too. Another one here is e- even how to alter behaviour of different ethnic groups in the classrooms, and that will change their lives. And how with certain minorities and with other big majorities. And I've studied it all, who, how to do it, just how many you should, should do in a minority to a majority to make it start to work to, to they accepted and so on. It's just amazing everything <laughs> that I've done here, including the different kinds of minorities and what works quicker than others, quite some. And applying behavioral insights, behavioral insights team North America, the behavioral insights in Canada, 2018 speakers, got a lot too. Most folk won't read this stuff. They really won't. They don't mind being managed, in fact. They're also teaching you what they think and how you feel about climate change, You know what you should think and believe about it. This is a, they're, they are working all the, in all countries, the, the BIT, they're working in all countries together to bring everybody to the same conclusions. Remember the Club of Rome? Man is therefore the enemy. They were given a reason to really control everybody and get everybody to give up their rights and be, be controlled. And they said that climate change and you know and and, and drought and famine would be would fit the bill. Different man was the enemy, so it's going on and on. That's why carbon is so important. Even though we're, there's more forests uh, emitted carbon along with volcanoes in the last year than than uh, you know uh, thousands of generations have ever done. That's got nothing to do with it because carbon doesn't matter. It's to control you and your way of life and even right down to heating and eating. No kidding you. That's what it's about. Also, one by Daniel Goldstein, and they call it Choice Architecture by these BIT characters. It's related to retirement, savings, and organ donation. Currently, principal researcher is at Microsoft Research, where he works the intersection of behavioral economics and computer science. Behavioral economics, folks, is a big one. He was previously a professor at London Business School and taught out research, uh, or researched at Wharton, Yahoo Research, Columbia University, and Germany's Max Planck. Institute where he was awarded the Otto Hahn Medal in 1997 anyway it says just in the behavioral insights team a- academic advisory panel I was president of the Society for judgment and decision-making nice and termy, judgment and decision-making the largest academic organization in behavioral economics everyone's economics eh because uh, the ones at the top can't get rich unless they get it off of you all of you and that's our dilemma is, is how do to maintain a system into the future if they want to reduce the population at the same time, eh? big massive herd management. So anyway, I'll put this kind of stuff up. As I say, it won't be for everybody, Everybody's cup of tea. Most folk don't mind it. I saw a lot who are scared about it when when they get into that. Well, I don't really want to know if I'm being managed. I want to. I want to believe that everything is my own decision, my own opinions. That's what I'll tell you. A lot, of, especially the ones who've gone through their lives. The young folk, up to the age of eighteen now, that they've been brainwashed since birth with very effective techniques, uniformly so, too, in a in a system where they're getting the same information daily, in the same curriculum through schools and so on, and they watch the same movies. But it's all embedded in movies, but they think they're you know they think they're making their own decisions. But some of them are scared to to go into that too. And some of them will tell you too, they don't mind what the governments and the agencies know about them across the planet. They don't care. They think that privacy is ridiculous, that privacy would take time. Uh, and if they start worrying about things, it's much better having their bills automatically taking out their paychecks and everything without them having to even worry about it. It's, it's kind of like not looking at it, and if it, if it clears that weakness everything's okay. But don't look at it, they'll give you a note if something didn't clear. And even that's been studied intensely too. And you're all going to go and vote, aren't you? The next, the next time another group comes along, and you'll believe it's all real. The left wing and the right wing attached to the same bird. Mm. Okay. Uh, sorry to hurry through. By the way, it's a lot of bits and bites of information to to run through there, and people will grab it. They'll use my information because I've done all the research, <laughs> put it up for them, and they'll never mention me. But that's the way it goes, isn't it? Sad that, isn't it? Really sad in the system we, in which we live. Because if you don't have people who appreciate other people, we're all done for. But we really are, and we deserve what we get, don't we? Really do. We've lost all the old values we had as a society. Really have. And people literally will rip each other off, just like the ones at the top do it at the bottom. The ones at the bottom are doing it to each other. Rather sad. Winners and losers. As society goes down the tubes. And that's what they've been taught winners and losers. From myself, Alan Watt from Ontario, Canada, it's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you.